Hello, hello, and welcome to another amazing episode of the Visibility Playground podcast. Today we have an amazing person, someone that I know and love. Guys, you know you're here Winston. He's doing his old man cough, but we're just going to go through it. Um, but somebody who is very near <laughs> dear to me. <laughs> Okay, let me write this note down because I'm just going to cut this piece because Winston was coughing really bad. Trim at one. Hey guys, Carrie Thomas Mar here, and welcome to another amazing episode of the Visibility Playground Podcast. Today we have someone that is very near and dear to my heart. She is my friend. She is um, someone who I aspire to be like. I just feel like she is just like the full package of what it means to be Black Girl Magic and have all her stuff together. Um, but before we introduce her, let's cue the intro and we will be right back. Hey guys, Carrie here, and welcome to the Visibility Playground Podcast. The podcast that shares visibility journeys of entrepreneurs and teaches listeners how to use visibility to build their brand and attract an audience of raving fans and customers. Every week, we will be bringing you stories and advice from entrepreneurs who've achieved visibility success, as well as helpful tips and strategies to help you grow and scale your business and really get it in the way that you always wanted. So join us and let's create a world where your story of your business is seen and heard. Portia! Portia, can I be like you when I grow up? Like, like, how does that work? How does it, how do I become wealthy and fulfilled? Oh, yeah, wealthy and fulfilled. It's a continual journey, right? It's definitely a journey, not a destination to pull out, you know, all of our old bookmarks. But no, it's um, wealthy itself is a strategy and fulfilled is more of a mindset. It's funny, I was thinking about you. Um, I was doing a a messaging call and I was thinking about like unfulfilled and I was like unfulfilled is normally like where you have like this prong like you have like one like one like one leg peg on your chair and then like it's like it's like you're like I'm like figuring it out and then it's like fulfilled and I was like I was like this fulfilled and flourishing is like where you have like the chair together you maybe have like some leather on it you got maybe like a little like seat cover or maybe some padding it's like all the extraness of the chair is like yeah. <laughs> and like it feels good right it's like one of those things where you're you ever have like those moments where you're like oh I just love this moment. I'm exactly where I would want to be. If I had all the money in the world, I would still be in this moment right here. To me, that's what fulfilled is. And I think we can have that um, on an ongoing basis. Now, obviously, I don't know if it's like, you know, if your kids are running around and driving you nuts, it's not necessarily fulfilled. But again, it's the mindset of like, oh, I'm so grateful to have these kids or I'm so grateful to whatever it is. So that's why I say it's like a mindset and being really clear on what is it that you want out of life? Realizing that, you know, responsibilities and dreams and everything come with um, things to do with it that might not always feel good in the moment, but it could still be fulfilling. Yeah, because I think for me, I had a moment um, when I was, it was, it was actually International Women's Day. I did like three events. I was going to my third event and I was like, you know what? I'm like really happy. Like, I'm like, like, that's it. I was like, I was like this. I was like, I'm actually, I love being able to have like this life here in Denver. Like, I yeah. feel like my life has like really like become and like blossom since I moved here. And yeah. I was like, this is that. 
right? Yeah. I feel like a lot of people would chase happiness, but I feel like happiness is like temporary, but joy and fulfillment are the things that are the undercurrent of like, no matter what's going on, if you're having a bad day, you crash your car, you stubbed your toe, like whatever happened, right? You still are like, I love my life. I enjoy my life. I enjoy what's going on right now. Even if I don't enjoy like the happenings right now, I'm enjoying my life. And I think it's that undercurrent that we have to to focus on because happiness is comes and goes, you know, like, oh, my favorite team won. I'm happy. Oh, they lost. Now I'm sad. <laughs> but the joy of just it being like college football season, which is my favorite sport, um, that would be more fulfillment. I know you, you save all your customers for that one. That I one. do. I do. You know me well. <laughs> nope. Oh, I really want to tell you off, but I'm going to save it for college football season. <laughs> definitely make me use the word. <laughs> I love that so much. Okay. So let's get into like the question um, is what is your definition of visibility? My definition of visibility is when people know who you are, even if you're not in the room. And I feel like that comes from putting yourself out there, whether it's word of mouth, which is one type of visibility, um, all the way to being like a YouTube star or Instagram influencer. Like that's another type of visibility at a much larger scale. But if people are able to talk about who you are, uh, what you do when you're not in the room, to me, that's visibility. I love that because I know, because um, we're both in the same mastermind. Yeah, I'm in the mastermind. I can't believe it. I still have to pinch myself. <laughs> um, but I remember there was a, because I know you work with Mackenzie Mater, and I think she's so amazing. And mm -hmm. I remember Julie was just talking about her in conversation. And I'm like, this is that level of visibility that like, like, I was like, I was like, she, Mackenzie's not in the eye, but right. like everyone knows her because of how she has positioned and put herself out there. And I yeah. feel like that's that great example of being able to make those connections and relationships. And I think like, and I think you would probably agree with me. I feel like that's really the truest form of visibility is where you can really build those relationships and actually have someone bring your name up in those spaces and rooms where you might not even be at. Exactly. And it's, it's having the name come up, but also having the name come up tied to something that helps people, right? So like for me, when I want to be visible, I want people to talk about like, oh, Portia, yeah, you need to go to her if you need help with like money, mindset, you know, things like that, because she has a whole different approach about it. So just like, oh, I have this huge Instagram account and I sell, I don't know, plates or something. And it's just random because you're just like, I just out here for a money grab. It's more about like, who are you? And how do you help people? Um, and why are they talking about you versus someone else who does something similar? Like that's to me, like that is what like visibility is all about. It's like not just you, but what it's you and like what you do, right? Like we know the Kardashians, but I mean, I'm not running to them for anything that I need in my life, you know? But like if I need branding stuff, I know like, okay, I can go, con I can talk to Carrie. If I need help with Google stuff, I can go talk to our other friend, Dar. Like there's just people I know to go to for specific things. And to me, that's visibility because they didn't just come out of thin air. I had to hear about them from somewhere and hearing about them from somewhere is visibility to me. No, I love that. And so what do you do to be visible? Because I know that you have a plan and a process, but what do you do now to be visible? 
Yeah. Well, you know, I have a plan and process for everything or else I would not <laughs> be me <laughs> with my former engineering background. Um, but right now, my visibility play, I love paid ads. Um, I love it because it's like they're running for me. They're like little worker bees when I'm not around. So I run paid ads for my workshops. I run paid ads for my challenges. Um, and then I will be doing weekly live streams. I was doing that in my group. And I just found I, I feel like I'm like the last person to this show. But apparently there's tools you can use where you can do it in one place and it like blasted out to other places. Yeah, like this place right here. Let's go crazy. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So I'll be doing a weekly live, um, making my own like signature show until Netflix decides to give me a call. Um, and that will be going on my Facebook profile, my Facebook page, and in my Facebook group. And then I also really like short informative videos, not like TikTok short, but like a five to 10 minute video sales letter that I can also continually run ads to. Because I feel like even if people aren't clicking on the ad, they just end up seeing my face so much that by the time they're ready to do something, they're like, oh, OK, I feel like I know you because you've been in my news feed forever. Um, and that worked really well when I had my agency. And so now I'm going to see if it works really well for coaching. Now, my question, because I feel like. Do you run your own ads or do you have a team that runs your ads? I run my own ads. So in my uh, very complicated and twisty turvy um, resume here, I actually used to be an ads manager. I had my own ads agency from 2016 to about 2019 or so. I did that to supplement my income while I was getting certified as a financial planner. Um, so I had my own agency. I also white label for some bigger companies. So I'm pretty well versed in ads. Um, so I just run my own ads for now. It's probably going to be one of the last things that I, I outsource because I, it, it just makes sense to me. It doesn't, I don't need, it doesn't take that much work for me to do those. I think like you're that you were a unicorn. And I guess it's kind of how I feel in my situations because I can do design. I can build things and I don't like, it takes, a, it's hard for me just to outsource that because I'm like, I can do it so much faster than me hiring somebody else to do it. Yeah. And but I'm like, oh my gosh, like if I could run my own ads, like life would be so much more simpler because I'll, I get in there and I'm just like. Yeah. See, for me, right ads, now, there's a post-it note that's set that's been here for like three weeks. No, probably two weeks. No, uh -huh. it was a month that says create ads for shop. It still sits here because I can confuse. I and, see, that, and I, I had that same post-it note, but for like design, because that's the very first thing I outsource all the time because my create, it's not that it's my creativity. It's like, I see in my head, it looks good. When I execute it, it doesn't. So something happens between my mind and like my fingers and the computer screen. So I outsource that right away. And because I find anything I find myself procrastinating on, I'm like, I need to go ahead and outsource it so it can just be done. Whereas with ads, to me, I'm like, it's very logical. My background is in engineering. I have my PhD in engineering. And I know a lot of it is just numbers and testing. And so for me to outsource that right now, since I can do it, doesn't make a lot of sense because now I'm paying someone to just test. I know how to test. So I can use that money towards ads versus the agency fee. And I enjoy doing it. That's the other factor. Now, just because I, I know how to do something, if I didn't like to do it, I would also outsource that too. Okay, so do you feel like that, because there was something you said about speed. Do you feel like speed has anything to do with how somebody is visible? Oh, yeah, definitely. Because the, the more you sit on an idea and think about it, by the time you execute it, it might either not be trending. And I'm not really one to chase trends, but I do feel like I get certain hits every now and then, like intuitive hits on like what to post. 
um, and how to post it. And so like, if I just sit on those ideas, I do think it might end up being like a post that gets like crickets or like my mom liking it or something. It's my mom and my mother-in-law always love my posts. And I'm like, thank you ladies. I appreciate it. But neither one of you are going to, are going to be clients. And I would just, you know, they're, they're my moms. So I would do it for free. Um, but I think it's important to just get it out there. So to me, I think business loves speed. I know for sure money loves speed. Um, and so I think visibility loves speed too. So it's like you get the idea, just go ahead and put it out there or at least note it down so you don't forget. It's almost like testing and putting just testing the waters. And I feel like as long as it's aligned with your the the impact you want to make and the people that you want to serve, I feel like it's it's fine to put out there. And if it if it flies, amazing. And if it doesn't fly, there's probably another idea that could come out. But being able just to have that consistency of putting stuff out there. And I yeah. think that's where your show's gonna come in and your and of course your ads yeah. will be able to be that way for you just to kind of create that consistency as well. Definitely. And that's the other reason I like ads too. Like it, it's built in consistency, even if I don't feel like doing it, like it's still working for me. Um, Cause I will say that's one of the drawbacks that I've had with visibility is the consistency. It's like sometimes like a few weeks, I'm like, yeah, I'm feeling it. And then it'd be like a couple months, not so much. <laughs> Luckily I've built enough of a relationship and referral network that it hasn't really impacted my business. But when I think about my goals and where I want to go in the future, I'm like, you have to be consistent. Like you have to show up whether you feel like it or not. And I don't want to say force it because I don't know. I mean, everybody can tell the difference between something that's like an inspired piece of content versus like a templated piece or you're forcing yourself to do it. So I don't necessarily mean from that energy, but I mean more so about people who get impacted by what we have to share, right? Like, yes, we want to be out there and people that know us for what we do, but we also want to be out there because we're impacting people. Like people need help with their money. People need help with their branding. People need help with this. It's really hard to help them if they don't, if they don't see you or they don't know where to find you or they forgot about you or something. So that's the thing that's really motivating and driving me now is that, hey, you could, yeah, you can sit and work on something else behind the scenes, but there might be someone whose life is impacted by that, you know, three-part series that you want to put out that you want to delay and procrastinate and make perfect like just get it out there and help someone and move on oh i love that all right so the big question let me determine my number okay what would you tell the porsche of four years ago Woo! okay for you first of all let me figure out what was four years ago um, <laughs> this is literally the start everybody's like four I know. I'm like, with this pandemic, I'm like, I feel like I've like time and space has like bent in some weird way. Four years ago was March 2019. Mm, okay. That was an interesting period in life. We had just moved into our house. I had just quit my uh, corporate job. Um, the job I used to get my experience for becoming a certified financial planner. So that income was gone. I was in an agency, um, white labeling for an ads agency with uh, somebody. Let's just say not everybody is meant to be a manager and a CEO. Some people are just meant to be freelancers and solopreneurs. Um, so I was working for one of those people. It was very, very stressful. And I was just feeling like, when is this ever going to happen? When is this going to pop for me? Right? People talk about it like popping. Like out of nowhere, I just made a gazillion dollars in two months. I'm like, where's my gazillion dollars? Uh, <laughs> where's my pop? Yeah. And I was feeling very flat. It was very popless. It was like flat soda. Um, but, and I say pop because I'm from the Midwest. So to me, soda is pop. And people are like, what is she talking about? But anyway, um, so... Portia four years ago was feeling very discouraged, very defeated, um, very much like 
I have to work for someone else if I want to make this happen. And so what I would tell her is to really just believe in yourself, not to sound like a Hallmark card, but to really think about the vision you have for your business and to really go after it, which is what she ended up doing. So gaming in the past. Um, <laughs> but if I w wasn't so fearful about what that looked like and what that took, I could have done it sooner because I don't think past Porsche, uh, March 20, no, March 2019 Porsche took the leap and did what she needed to do until I think it might have been October of that same year. And that's when I signed up for a mastermind with my coach for my agency. And then between October of 2019 and I think it was June of 2020 during the pandemic, we went from zero to 86K months in our agency. And I was like, it popped. Yay. Like, I've, you know, but it was also very stressful on the back end, which is a whole other story uh, on what I would tell that Portia. But basically, it would just be like, think about the vision. Make it very clear and do what you need to do. Don't operate from fear. Operate from knowing it's already done. I love that so much. That's power. I think I might steal some of um, 2019 Porsche's advice. <laughs> well, I'm still listening to 20. Uh, well, I'm listening to my advice too, um, that Porsche, because some, I mean, I think it's super easy to get sucked into the what if it doesn't work? What if this happens? What if this and this and this versus it's done. It's already done. It might not be done when I want it to be done. Maybe it's not this launch. Maybe it's not the next one. Maybe it's the sixth one is where it pops again or whatever. Or maybe it's not even a pop. Maybe it's a slow increase. Um, but either way, it's just, you know, the, it's the faith versus fear. Same thing, different sides of the coin. Neither one has happened yet. One has you focusing on what's the best that can happen. And one has you focusing on what's the worst that can happen. If it hasn't happened, why are we focusing on the worst? It hasn't happened. Hasn't happened yet. I had to, that's something that I've been working on, not overdoing or overthinking things or yeah. creating my own stories and narratives that are not even close to being the case when I actually get there. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I think we all do it, especially like I and and also noticing what our triggers are, right? So I notice for me, if I'm just aimlessly scrolling social media, I find myself comparing, like, oh my goodness, she had this event. Or look, she has a gazillion likes and comments. Like, I wish I had that much engagement or like whatever it is. And it's just like, wait, that's making me pull into that fear side. So when I take these social media apps off my phone every now and then, not forever, because again, I'm an online business owner, but sometimes I have to do a reset, focus on the projects I have to do. And then I hop back online. I tell you, the energy and the results are night and day difference because the mindset is so key. And I just know my triggers are comparing myself to other people. And what's the easiest way to do that? Social media. Yeah. Marcia, I love this. This is so amazing. Where can people find you? Well, the hub of everything, um, Portia, is at wealthyandfulfilled.com. Um, and that's where you can get... Um, access to my group. I have a couple of freebies on there. Or if you're just old school, you can just fill out the contact form and let's chat it up. I love that. I love that. Well, I get to hang out with for a little bit longer. Guys, I hope that you enjoyed this episode and we will see you for another episode of the Visibility Playground. Talk soon. Bye. Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Visibility Playground podcast. If you're now like, oh my gosh, I'm ready to dive into my visibility, or you're just like, I just want to assess where I am in my visibility journey, take the Visibility Vitals Check Quiz. You can go to www.visibilityvitalquiz.com. I will make sure that I put it in the show notes, but make sure that you go take the quiz 
DM me, let me know how it went. 